welcome everybody to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. What's up everyone, welcome back to the ZA Training Podcast and today I'm actually quite excited because this is a topic I've been meaning to do for some time but I think just because uh, we've opened up our DMs a lot recently and it's one that just kept coming up, or well two topics rather, but I've decided to put them both in the one podcast and that is cardio and carbohydrates. So hope you guys are well and I'm actually quite excited because I'm going to try and keep this one shorter than usual because I'm a bit conscious of the time and I understand you guys, my voice isn't the most exciting <laughs> and I know you guys are busy so um, I'm trying to keep this as snappy as I can but this is going to be one that's going to benefit a lot of people. Now you guys probably know this but we work mainly with the Asian community uh, and the mainly the female demographics so a lot of ladies are part of our program and we you know, coach many, many, many. And um, one of the kind of the best parts about it is you guys are pretty darn difficult to deal with. <laughs> and what I mean, I don't mean personality wise, I mean with your body. Because with a man and a woman, if you've got a man, you tell them what to do. And it's, well, if you're a woman, you say you tell them what to do and they don't listen. But um, in terms of their body and their hormones, it's, a, it's pretty much a straight line. So you've got almost like this kind of linear approach where it's like a straight line almost. But for a woman, because you've got hormones to contend with, because you've got a cycle, because you've got, you know, water fluctuation in the body, you've got pregnancy to deal with, you have got a lot going on. And, um, you know, we've we've really embraced and appreciated, um, you know, the girls that have, or the ladies that have joined the, the programs, um, you know, over the last two years. And, you know, we've, we've been quite privileged in that sense. And it's been amazing to see the, the bodies that we've transformed and helped because when it comes to changing a female's body, it's a lot more... Um, you appreciate it more because a lot more goes into it and because the mindset for a lot of females is I can't do this you know I'm, I'm just bound to be fat forever and it is quite upsetting to hear that because it's not true and one of the the most common things that we come across is carbohydrate restriction and just overdoing on cardio and um, it's something that I'm not really surprised to be honest even I did the same guys do it as well but um, women more so kind of tend to focus uh, on kind of cardiovascular work, so you know jogging, um, any form of cardio in the gym like cross trainer or the rowing or the the uh, stationary bike, um, something along those lines, and carbohydrate restriction with the thought that carbs will hinder your weight loss, so it's not going to allow you to lose weight, which is false, and I'll explain why. So we'll take it one by one, and um, I'll discuss cardio very quickly. So the role of cardio and weight loss is quite minimal because when you're looking at it from the grand scheme of things, when it comes to weight loss, you know, you're probably sick of hearing this, but yeah, it's to do with the calorie deficit. Um, but it's almost it's all it's also food quality, which a lot of people forget about. So when you found out the amount of calories you need, you know, you don't have to calculate it. If you just swap some of your food uh, you know, your food choices as it is already then you will naturally get into a calorie deficit because, you know, good quality foods naturally will have lower calories. I just really said naturally there so many times. But um, when it comes to going into a calorie deficit, you don't have to count calories, you know, right off the bat. It will help. Don't get me wrong. It definitely does help and it kind of speeds things up a little bit. 
But if you're just starting out, just swap over. You know, just cut out some of the junk food, not, not all of it, but some of it, and just replace it with some good quality food. And your calories will normally come down. Easy does it. But when it comes to cardio, really, the, the, the main purpose, it's in the word, cardiovascular. It's just good for the heart. So when it comes to us using cardio, we only use it with clients to kind of facilitate the recovery process. So to speed up recovery in between your weight training sessions. Now, everyone's experienced the DOMS, <laughs> the delayed onset muscle soreness. So this is the pain that you feel after your first few workouts, and you can still feel it. The two main causes of this muscle soreness is the... Okay, I'm not trying to get too technical, but it's what we call unfamiliar loading. Um, so when you work out for the first time after a long time, or if, if you just work out for the first time you know, in your life, you'll start to feel quite sore the following day, depending on what you did. Now, if it is weights, if it's going to be jogging or whatever, you'll feel you know, pain around the knees and the ankles. But if it's weight training and you've done a lot of squats, you'll, you know, your legs will burn. You know, everyone's experienced this feeling. And uh, you know, there's a couple of things going on there. One of the things... There is this thing um, called lactic acid buildup, which a lot of people are taking a bit too far. There's not really too much to it. I think now there's a lot of research that is basically saying um, the lactic acid has been a bit, um, what's the word for it? Over-exaggerated, because when it comes to lactic acid buildup, you need to be training like an athlete. Now, the you know the professional athletes that you see, you know the rugby players, the footballers, that's where lactic acid can be quite prominent. But if you're just working out, there's not really much to it. The, the muscle soreness, there isn't really any kind of, you know, the the experts are still trying to find out exactly why it happens. But from what we know from, you know, the, the literature and, and from studying everything, it is all to do with unfamiliar loading. So when your body's not used to something, it takes time. Okay, so this will happen for the first few workouts. The way to speed the recovery process up is to move more. Now that might seem like, well, I'm really sore, why the heck would you want me to move more? But think about what's happening. You do have a little bit of waste buildup in your body when you've weight trained, especially. When you're doing cardio, your heart's pumping and you're pushing blood around the body and you're looking to pump as much fresh blood around the body as possible to push out the waste product. Now, couple that with good food. Now, your fruits, your veggies and your protein especially, because protein has the the properties to repair your muscle damage. Now, a lot of people might be scared about kind of hearing this, but this is true. When you go to the gym, your goal is to break down your body. Your, your goal is to break apart muscle, you know, um, safely. And that sounds crazy, isn't it? Break your muscle safely. Um, the reason for that is because if you want to grow stronger, if you want to burn calories, if you want to get fitter, you need to give your body a reason to change, to adapt. Now, it's what we call the kind of the stages of adaptation and that is the first few times you work out you will feel sore now cardio can actually help here now this could be going out for a walk going on the cross center something quite low impact where you're pushing blood around the body and kind of speed up the recovery process this does help so a lot of people will have a tendency to you know when you're really sore you don't want to move you just want to relax and sit down which is probably the worst thing you could be doing which is why, you know, with our clients and even those on our member zone, we say to them in between workouts, go for a walk every day if you can. And it's working. <laughs> so it speeds up the recovery uh, from that aspect. The other thing cardio can do is calorie burn. So to achieve a calorie deficit, um, you can do it through eating less or exercising. We don't recommend reducing food too much yet. Um, we recommend um, doing it through the exercise. Now, cardio can be used as a tool. That's all it is. So there's nothing special about it. You can use it any time of the day. Fasted cardio, there's no, 
there's nothing to it. I mean, I, on paper, it makes sense, you know, no food in you and you'll burn fat, but that's just not how it works. Uh, if anyone that's interested in any reading or literature, please get in touch and we'll forward that over to you. But there's no evidence to show that, unfortunately. Um, it's just, um, it's a myth really, to be honest. So yeah, don't do fasted cardio. Only do it if you want to do it or if you're pressed for time and you want to do cardio and you want to get out of the way first thing in the morning. But even then, make sure you've got a lot of water because this is something a lot of people are forgetting to do. So those are the two real main purposes of cardio. Unless you're doing it for a sport, that's different. And you know, it's another podcast altogether. But general population, weight loss clients, you know, people that just want to get fit, um, use it for two purposes, you know, in between your workouts, um, you know, get the endorphins going as well, I forgot to mention that, and to burn calories. Now, if you are going to go on a night out or if you've got a big, you know, event happening or wedding season in a couple of months, um, you know, then doing a form of cardio maybe earlier in the day or afterwards could be quite beneficial because um, you're just going to burn calories to make way for food. That's it. It's all tactical. That's all it is. So cardio itself does not burn body fat. The fat burning zone that we see in the machines, you know, fat burning workouts, fat burning, fat burning, fat burning, you know, all these phrases, it's all just fancy marketing, um, but there's nothing to it. Cardio itself does not burn body fat directly, unfortunately. Now, you might want to just tune off and say, Zabe, you're talking crap. I'm going to go now because I've got a friend who knows this and someone does this and they've got results. I'm sorry, but it's not the cardio that's doing the job, okay? I, I'm just trying to help you guys. So use cardio for the other two purposes, but for fat loss purposes, um, I'm sorry, but it's not going to work, okay? Fat loss is going to be a combination of things, not just cardio. Carbohydrates. Now, carbs, as you can probably um, tell where I'm going with this or from some of the content we've been putting out recently, they're amazing. So the main role of carbohydrates in the body is energy. Cutting out carbs, keto, um, low-carb dieting, I don't know, what, I think it was Atkins was another one. Whatever the heck it is, does not result in fat loss. It will result in water reduction. So each gram of carbohydrate will pull in three grams or three to four grams of water. That's it. Okay, so because you know carbohydrate is broken down into the most simplest form, gets stored as something called muscle glycogen, um, which is just the, the kind of when it's digested, it gets pushed and goes to where it needs to be. So that's really what carbs do. They provide energy for the body, energy for the brain especially. Now a lot of people don't know this, but you know they don't just go to your muscles; they, they go to other sites as well. They can be stored as body fat if, okay, keyword if you are over consuming on calories okay they're not going to go to body fat any other reason the other thing is it can actually be stored in your liver because when it comes to ketones sorry when it comes to ketosis and fasting um, even though there's no carbs in your system that you've not taken in um, your body can actually release carbohydrates stored in your liver and protein can be converted into um, carbohydrates as well so for the science geeks out there is a process called uh, gluconeogenesis and um, you don't need to know what the hell that means but if you ever want to kind of show off in front of your friends and family you can tell them that you know what gluconeogenesis means <laughs> but um, that's all it is so you've got other two primary kind of storage areas in the body for carbohydrates so fasting and going kind of keto doesn't mean you're going to get rid of all the carbohydrates there is still a supply because your body needs your brain needs carbohydrates you can't just you know strictly restrict the carbohydrates altogether um, well, you could potentially die if that was the case. Okay, so um, yeah, so when it comes for carbs, this is where muscle is really important, right? Okay, because 
the primary storage point in the body for carbohydrates is muscle. It's where a lot of it can actually be stored into. Now, there's a lot of theories and kind of readings out there that say how much, uh, how many grams of carbs can be stored in muscle, but even that's not determined properly yet. But the one thing we do know is a majority of carbohydrates can be stored in muscle. And this is why women tend to, you know, I'm doing the kind of air quotes here, handle carbs quite badly, is because they don't have enough muscle on their on their body. They're focusing too much on carbohydrates. So if you can focus on lifting weights, getting lean and toned all over, you know, by building muscle and keeping your body fat in check, your ability to store and handle carbs will be increased at twofold, if not threefold, if that's a word. So when it comes to carbohydrates, they are used for energy to fuel your workouts. If you are carb conscious, then I'd probably say you can restrict them if you want in the morning um, and then use them around your workouts, okay? Because at the end of the day, how the hell are you going to fuel your workouts if you've not got enough carbohydrates in the body, okay? Now, the other time you can use carbohydrates is before bed. So for you for you guys who struggle to sleep at night time, when you eat your carbs, you get the feel-good hormones and all that good stuff. So there's a lot of brain signaling happening, but when you eat carbohydrates, it makes you feel good. You get, you know, relaxed and you want to just chill out. And having that before bed uh, can actually be a good thing. So having you know a carb-heavy meal before bed um, will actually induce a deeper sleep. Now this is where the post you know post six p.m. campers are going to be having a dig at me. But um, eating carbs after six is fine. You don't need to cut carbs at night time. There's no on and off switch. There's no there's no mechanism in the body whereby you need to cut off carbs at a certain time. Okay, it's all. You know, we're moving away from that and a lot of people are realizing it's not true. Carbohydrates can be eaten any time of the day. The only way carbohydrates will cause fat gain is if you overeat on carbohydrates. And this is easy to do because the foods that we love to eat, the junk food, you know, the fries and the pizzas and all that good stuff, predominantly, um, you know, fats, but carbohydrates. What happens when you eat foods you enjoy? You end up overeating on them. And that's where, you know, overconsumption of calories occurs. So it's not the carbohydrate, it is the overconsuming of them. The same way if you overconsumed, I don't know, on broccoli, which would be impossible to do, but you know, technically you can. If you had, you know, a, a thousand broccoli florets per day, you'd probably gain weight because it's not really just there's no such thing as a clean food that's not going to cause weight gain. Um, I hate that word, but you know it's still around, so I still need to use it to make my point. But um, clean food doesn't mean you're not going to gain weight. Clean food, dirty food, whatever food you want to call it, if eaten in excess, will cause weight gain, unfortunately. Because food has an energy value, calories, and uh, if overeaten or undereaten, it will cause either one of weight gain or weight loss. Okay, that's all. So carbohydrates are not to blame. Please stop cutting them out. Please stop following your favorite Instagram influencers who are following keto and seeing it works for them. When you step on the scale and your weight reduces, it's all just water being flushed out. You might see a little bit of fat loss, but it will eventually stop because your body needs a supply of good quality, you know, protein, fats, carbohydrates, vitamins and minerals, fiber, about everything, okay? And that's how you will turn your body into a fat-burning machine. If you combine that with weight training and you be patient, you know, over, give it at least four to six weeks to see some initial results, you will start to love the process and you'll fall in love with it. The problem is a lot of you guys are only giving it two weeks and you're kind of kicking yourselves. Um, and, it, and it's hard to see that, and that's why I'm trying my best to get everyone to be patient. You know, I'm not going to say sign on to a program because that's not going to do anything unless you give it a couple of weeks. You know, so give yourself more than two to three weeks. Give it at least four to six weeks 
to notice some initial results and you will be pleased. Okay, guys, so cardio, use it for recovery between workouts because you like it and to burn some extra calories if needs be. Uh, don't use it for fat loss because it doesn't do anything for fat loss and don't do it fasted because again, that doesn't do anything for fat loss. And carbohydrates are awesome. You need them for your workouts. They do not need to be restricted at any time. You can probably get away with reducing them on your rest days because you're not really using up as much energy, but keep them in your diet, going keto or you know, going through a fasted period where you're reducing carbs isn't gonna do anything. It's the overall consumption of calories that will cause either weight loss or weight gain. Okay guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Any more questions about any of this, please drop me a DM and I'll be more than happy to answer and I will catch up with you guys very soon. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.